0: Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad, and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences, from business to relationship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. I am Chikumo and today I'm joined by Lynn. Hello. (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me. It is my pleasure. I feel really happy to be here. Oh, me too. I was So I was just saying to Lynn when we, like, before we got on that um, I'm having a nightmare of a day. So if I start crying, especially because there's so much I feel like I know about you, that <laughs> I'm going to have to remind myself to take it a step back, get you to explain some bits and then get into it. Because honestly, I watch your TikToks like I watch like more than I even watch TV right now. It's like TV. Stop it. <laughs> I swear to God, like, G noticed this the other day as well, because I was talking about something that uh, you put up, and you were talking about you and Pat, and I was like, I'm just here going, oh yeah, Lynn and Pat, like, look, and she said, yeah. this is so weird, and he'd walked out at one point as well, when we were watching TV, and was like, oh, because we, he normally likes putting YouTube on, yeah. and then um, he'd pause it and said, oh, you can watch whatever else you want, and then he walked in and was like, why are you not watching TV? I was like, I am, oh my god okay
1: well this gives me a lot of motivation to make more content sometimes oh, I'm like too much uh,
0: but yeah no do it okay so yeah we'll let you introduce yourself
1: who are you what do you do where are you based okay so uh, I'm Lynn and um and yeah I'm based in Canada at the moment but as you can tell probably from my accent I'm from uh the UK or from Zimbabwe then the UK um and yeah it's it, you know it, when you ask me to introduce myself on paper the other day it was so hard for me because I was like who am I before it was so easy like this is what I do Uh, these are my credentials and actually a lot of what I spend my time doing now has nothing to do with my credentials or work or anything but yeah if we are gonna go into that I previously was a healthcare professional um, and still am registered but don't practice so I'm on maternity leave I'm also a PhD student who studies workforce development and health and social care and just trying to finish that off Although I am on an intermission because I'm pregnant. Um, But yeah, I I guess
0: that's me. (laughs) I love that so much. And to be fair, so the reason I wanted you specifically on the podcast is because, one, I feel like I watch your life and just go, oh, my God, like, this just so resonates and it just makes sense. But two, I think especially in the whole context of being educated, living in a different country, with a partner like I know that say you got married this year as well as like you're having your baby so you've gone through a lot of like massive life changes that Mm -hmm. one I find inspiring but two I can only like I can empathize with how stressful that is just from like I feel a snippet of what you talk about but then as you've talked about it and then gone into living it and then sat there like oh my god I think I've like overestimated what I think I can handle and I'm not saying that in a bad way of like it's to put people off getting married having kids having a career doing all that but i think to see for me to see someone like you do it and then be honest about it i'm having a lot more of like informed because i talk to like my friends having kids and all that but i feel like i'm having an informed discussion with g as my mind's changing as i'm growing as a person whatever but then i'm like this stuff is really hard adulting just doesn't get easy does it
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's just when you start to feel like you know everything. And like, okay, you know, I've had these 29 years of kind of assimilating to UK life or whatever, as a first generation immigrant, okay, I've got this job now, okay, things are like, I've got my tactics to navigate all of this. And then all of a sudden, honestly, pregnancy, marriage, motherhood, it it was just a different realm altogether, yeah. and I feel like I'm in an entry level position, having been made redundant from you know, a, a re- like I would say, relatively senior position, and that's always how I describe my previous life. Um, so yeah, and 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 I and there has been a lot of reflection from my point of view of like, wow, some people who try to tell me about this, mm-hmm. I didn't have the ears to listen to it, yeah, at that time,
0: yeah. That's so interesting, and I've skipped a whole bit, so I'm going to come into this in the middle because I think. So we normally start with the challenge or the tip of the week, and then in the middle, we just ask how we actually doing, and then we get to the end. But I was too excited, and yeah, I'm way (laughs) too excited for this conversation. So we'll do all that in the middle. But I think you've got, like, you've touched on something of when people are giving you advice, and you're kind of going, "Yeah, I'm, I'm listening," but you're not fully hearing until you're in that position. And I guess the reason that I love, because also, like, you've not introduced yourself as a creative. I know you as a creative and yeah. <laughs> a great creative at that. So even the whole, you're not just, you may, may be redundant from that whole aspect of life, but you've gone into this new aspect of life with that creative mind, but that creativity coming from such an authentic place that I guess when I'm talking about my thing of maybe I wasn't hearing people in the past, when I watch your content and I watch you guys talk about your lives and the things that you're dealing with and then sat there it's I feel like I'm talking to a a friend even though we're not talking to each Mm. other I feel like I'm listening to that and going I should really hear this because I definitely know that I'm one of those people that like my friend was saying to me I went to see her in Barcelona and she's got she's her baby's gonna be one in January and she'd always been the whole like we can have it all and she was like chick I'm being completely honest we can't like we can have it all just not at the same time we, we cannot have it all the way that we thought we could yeah. and that seems to be this whole thing that is just being reinforced by I guess the people that I choose to consume content from the people around me and so on because I think sometimes when I don't listen to people or hear people properly it's because they've made life decisions that maybe I don't agree with, would that be the yeah. word? Or I'm, I'm just like, well, that wouldn't be me. Whereas, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas actually yeah. they're like, but these are people that are my age, around my age, are making those life decisions I'm gonna be making or wanted to make or nearly made quite, real, like in the recent past. And then like you are living it. So why would I not listen? Yeah, no, it is.
1: And I think that's what made, always motivates me to make content. And r- just to touch back on what you said about uh, not introducing myself as a creative. And and interestingly, not just that, I feel like in this, the context of our conversation, it's crazy for me not to introduce myself as a creative. Also talk about why we resonate in terms of our, maybe some of the things that we've gone through family-wise, whatever. Yeah. But it's very interesting to me. I find it very difficult to acknowledge this, what I'm living right now. And I keep hung up on, but yeah, I guess. So I make content online about my life um, in Canada and also giving tips and tricks on just life in general. So that's, I I need to add that to my ongoing bio, but I don't know why I find it so difficult. And it's funny that
0: you picked up on that. I think I'd be the same as you because I see I'm an accidental influencer I think when it comes to that whole being a creator like and I'm I'm generalizing creative because to me it's not just the influence you have I love the style of content you create and I love the topics that you touch on so that's why I'm generalizing creative as a whole because I I think it's so multifaceted that if I was just to call you an influencer just a content creator I'd feel like I'm not giving you the props that you deserve because even on that side of it we'll come back to like the whole like social media positivity negativity all that side of it but you've been through the good and the bad you've seen what it's like to be on like that side of the internet that people I think just take for granted like they see you online and they're like oh sometimes you get free things you get paid to do some things but they forget that there's a human being behind that dealing with life and you've got these people coming onto your pages that are that I feel entitled as if like they know you and where you've come from and all these things so even like whenever I talk to anyone on this or it's a creator that I'm talking to I have to take that step back and go I don't actually know you in person I know what you've put out online and that's as someone that does this as well that's only a snippet of life it's and it's yeah. as much as I feel like yeah, okay I resonate with so much of what you put out that is just a small Section of your life, and we don't know how much of that you've put on, or how little of it, and it's none of our business how much you do put on. But yeah, that's a whole other side of it. Yeah, absolutely, and
1: same goes for you know you. I'm gonna say you and G because I I follow all your accounts, <laughs> watching you guys watch TV, telling me what to watch. You know, like <laughs> it is. These parasocial relationships are are beautiful, actually. Yeah. In yeah, and sometimes you almost see like um, a doppelganger of yourself in yeah. somebody else who's grown up, so, and it just feels there's something very affirming about yeah. all the decisions that you've made for yourself because you're watching somebody else thrive, having had no contact with you. You don't know each other, but it's yeah. been the same, and it's like one in a million. That's how I feel. Like when I found your place, that's how I <laughs> felt. Um. So yeah, I I I get it completely.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And do you know what? We're getting kind of, this is already like nearly halfway through. I think we're still going to go in a little bit longer. I'm going to push it. But yeah. okay, so what is your tip of the week or challenge of the week and how are you actually doing?
1: So um, my tip of the week, uh, and it's actually a video that's in my draft, uh, is to anybody, but I think the girlies, let's never, ever revel in somebody's downfall. Like ever. Um, and And remember that, you know, especially when we're dating or we're meeting new people the way that those people speak about other people you know that they don't want anything from they feel like they can't really gain anything from is exactly the way they're going to speak about us when you know yep. our time with them or um, our utility to them is finished so that's my tip of the week um to anybody and I guess to to myself moving forward as well um and then what was the second question
0: uh, how are you actually doing? So I know, like, people know I'm like, Oh, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. But how are you yeah. actually doing? So I think this week has been a good week. And um, for those of
1: you who've <laughs> been through pregnancy, you know what that means. It's just like a new symptom every every week. Oh. And but this this week has been a really good week. Um, And I you know, I feel good. And I feel like I'm starting to settle into my life here in Canada. Yeah. Um, And you know things are. I love the mundane. I love the mundane so much. As somebody who you know grew up in a very chaotic environment, so I that's what I chase. So I'm not chasing excitement. I'm just, and yet, you know. So so for me, a good time is waking up, making my bed, partner going to work, me being at home, and 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 we're starting to get there. We're starting to get into this nice, simple soft, slow life with no hiccups. And oh, um, yeah, so I feel good.
0: Oh, that's so good. I'm so glad to hear. Okay, how, uh, do you know what? So how I'm doing right now, like I don't know what the hell's going on this week. And I, I posted yeah. a TikTok that, some reason it, get pu- it didn't get pushed there for you page, but someone else did comment saying, I don't know what's happening with these retrograde, like making retrograde, whatever else <laughs> is going on. But mentally I'm just, I think I'm struggling mostly with the person that people expect me to be so at the moment like in business it's not just business like within my team the different levels of my team within clients within family within friends and I I don't even know how much of this I should or need to talk about right now but basically I made a decision to work with someone and that decision was based off of a very good relationship previously And it's ended up not going very well and it's going to affect us moving forward. Now, I don't know how it's going to affect us, but it's something that I'm just so uncomfortable with because I've gone through that whole, like, you know, like therapy and losing people out of your life. And I thought I was in this position of life where I was like, okay, the people that needed to go have gone. But now I'm like, what if this is going to be another person? And that's where I start. And that's why I was saying at the beginning that if I start crying, we're going to keep it moving because like this is this today recording this today with you i also feel like that has weirdly been so spot on and the day that i needed it even the fact that like needed to re- like rearrange times and you were like yeah but earlier is fine you are exactly what i needed because it's been that reminder that even where i get into that mindset of okay i'm kind of used to i'm settled in life and i know what's going on maybe in my personal life with g i am but in everything else, as a businesswoman, as a creative, I'm growing and I'm growing quite quickly and in a way that I guess I didn't see. And with that comes, I have to decide what type of businesswoman do I have to be. There are people yeah. now that aren't going to like how I speak or the decisions that I make because I can't people please for the sake of relationships. I have to be a businesswoman. Like I've got a team that now rely on me to get paid, which is stress yeah. on its own. But when things aren't getting done, I can't be like, oh, I don't want to have a co- an awkward conversation because ultimately it's going to affect the business, my team, and me and life. So I guess my challenge of the week is being able to, as much as I'm starting to separate me as a businesswoman and as, as a person and kind of figure that out, other people aren't. And yeah. that's where I'm getting that challenge and how to maybe have those conversations.
1: Yeah. And and I I can I completely appreciate that and relationships with business where can when they go like this that can be very very complicated. My only and sometimes this is the downfall of therapy where you are so. Effective in protecting yourself, that sometimes you yeah. think, Oh my god, am I a monster? You know, am I the villain going to be the villain in this person's story now? But one thing that I, I've learned from just being around people and having to make executive decisions is that when you don't make those ex- executive decisions, people expect you to, mm-hmm. nobody will thank you, in the sense that not even the p- person you're trying to protect in the end will thank you. Yeah. And and I think, and I think that that when you learn that. After the fact, after you've been doing, you know, uh, gym, gymnastics to try and protect that person's feelings, it, it hurts more <laughs> than, than yeah. just being like, okay, you know, this is just—it's completely not personal. Uh, full stop.
0: That's yeah, that's so true. And to be fair, it was really funny because I noticed that, especially like you know, I don't know how you're coping with like being pregnant and away from, I suppose your, your system back home. Because whenever stuff like this happens straight away I'm like I wish I could just go around to my brother's house I could Mm. see my best friend but these are all people that are now in another country like I called my dad and he didn't answer and I was like why is he deserting me because I I think I got the advice from G my brother that I needed to hear but there's just a level where it's like these are the three important men in my life that make me feel calm if I don't speak to all of them and they don't all tell me the same thing because I knew what they were all going to see I knew all of them were going to say leave it today and like and then have the conversation tomorrow. I, like I knew all that, but I spent hours crying. And then when my dad called me, I was like, "Oh, I'm better now." And yeah, you did. Yeah. I needed to hear. And, yeah, bye. Thanks. No, it's it, yeah. I mean, and and I love that you have.
1: You know, you have that, but that's not something I I've um I've had the privilege of having. Yeah. And and you know, um I'm sure my mom's gonna watch this. Um, and, and this is not in a, a way to, I don't know, to even, you know, this is not a way to even talk badly or, or yeah. ill of my family. And as some of you might not, I make a lot of content, or yeah. I used to make a lot of content about the kind of tumultuous family dynamics that I've had with yeah. my parents. And so- this is not something that i've had the privilege of of being for example at university and being able to call back home and say you know what i've argued with a friend what yeah. should i do mum or i've and um there are so many reasons for that and oh, so i love that you have that but at the same at the same time I, I love and i envy that you have that um but at the same time when you ask like you know how is it being here um in canada being pregnant, going through all this for me, um unapologetically, and I'm sorry, mom, to say this, there is no difference if I was in Essex, where we were living, and my family's in the Northwest, than me being here in Essex County in Canada, yeah. and my family being in the Northwest. And that's just the reality of it. Yeah. And it's not something I'm mad about. It's yeah. not something that I um I'm even like sad about because over time you then find other ways to supplement that. Yeah. So the way I treat my friendships, the way I interact with, you know, the way you interact with your partner or other people that you allow in your life, when you know that you don't have anybody else, yeah. you just call for pure emotional support, Yeah. different to if you know, you can always fall back on your family, and I'm talking about emotional support and pastoral care. Yeah.
0: It's,
1: you know, th- so that's just, it's not, it, it doesn't, it's something that doesn't exist for me. But it but that's great because it's, it's, it's allowed me to be an upwardly mobile person without thinking. Yeah. It allowed me to accelerate my career in a way where other people be like, oh no, but I, can, I can't move. That was, it's never a thought. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. You know what? I love even how you've broken it down because one, being African children that are immig- first-gen immigrants that have gone to therapy as women and then being able to have these conversations, like you said, if your mum's going to watch this, I don't think my mum watches the po- the, like my podcast or listens, which is completely fine, but like you're saying, you get to a level in life where you know what to expect from certain people and I've, even this year, like there are certain family members I've had to just go, do you know what, I love you, but again, you're not a person that I can rely on emotionally, physically in all these aspects i can't even have that conversation with some of the people that i've had to basically just go not you and with my mom i have a like we talk about tiktok and some of the ones that have blown up for me on tiktok have been when i talk about like dealing with african parents in therapy and then it starts to blow up and you're like oh my god what have i done (laughs) when you see all these people resonating and you're like all right i know it's making me uncomfortable and i hope it doesn't reach my parents but I I I am glad I found that community because I think people like you have taught me that it's okay to not have the relationship I thought I was gonna have, and I think the reason that like my dad's not perfect either, and he doesn't like I I complain now because I just want one day a month with him where we can just talk about crap and I can get everything off because if I was to sit with him and he goes okay tell me about life or what's going on give me a topic it's not like that that's not who we are as people we just we. We just start one topic and then an hour later you're going, Oh my god, we've talked about this really deep stuff and yeah. I am really lucky that I've got him in that sense, but it doesn't mean that as I'm growing up, like I said to him recently that you made a decision to have a child. I am your child and I have expectations for you when I was an adult and as your friend, as well as your child. So if you can't give me what I need, I'm gonna like you can't complain at how I then decided to, to treat you or treat our relationship and situation. Which is a conversation I had with mom last year that she has struggled with, but I've then made an, an active effort to reevaluate and not like be like a wounded child, but reevaluate that relationship and just go, do you know what? It's not that they don't care or they're dealing with whatever they have been taught yeah. to deal with with life the way that they have, which she can appreciate. But sometimes it doesn't always help us.
1: Absolutely. And I think, I think we definitely came to the same conclusion when it comes to our parents. I think, so I think, you know, for a long time, uh, as, especially as like a teenager, I was very upset, very wounded. And and then I found my own coping mechanisms and the way that I would interact with people and where I would get my validation. And that was enough for me. But I think I made a video um, recently where I said, it's the fact that, Later on, when we're both adults, when actually, you know, you didn't, the expectations that a child has from their parents, you didn't meet those expectations and that's okay because you were going through stuff. But now that we're both adults, you expect me to empathize with you when you couldn't empathize with me when I was a child. That's one. But also you, the things that you've come to collect in terms of, you know, expectations with time, finances, there are things that unfortunately you didn't sow that seed 20 years ago. So you're you're not in a position to come and collect with the uh, amount of tenacity that you have. And, (laughs) And that's, that's where, the for us, that's when the conversations started happening and the, the actual fallout started where it's kind of like, so all up until maybe I became a successful professional, we'd actually never had even any issue, but it was when it was this expectation of, oh, my friend's daughter has taken a... And and then, you know, and I, I'm a very matter-of-fact person. I'm like, yeah, but your friend's daughter... <laughs> You know you, that daughter had all these things.
0: Yeah. so yeah, I maybe mean,
1: she, she owes that to her parents. I didn't have those things, so I don't feel like I owe it. And yeah. you know, and then you know, there's the comparison game. I was like "Oh, yeah. you know, I'll compare too." And that's where, and it was really difficult for me. And, I, and at some point, I had to stop myself to say, "I've had the privilege, thanks to my parents, to be able to have therapy, to be able to um, do all these things." And I have to remember that. Yes, they're my seniors. Like we've talked about yeah. this before, but we are not emotionally the, the same age. We're not emotional mates. I may be more emotionally intelligent when it comes to things than that my parents, and it's it's almost like a double wound for them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, it's a it's oh it's a challenge, but <laughs> but but definitely empathizing with them has helped rehumanizing them and 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 getting to know a little bit about their upbringing yeah. helps um but also these boundaries need to be solid
0: (laughs) yeah honestly like you waver a little bit once and you're like how did i find myself here (laughs) that's so funny right so leading on from actually that whole i feel like you've broken it down in a way that anyone that gets it gets it if you don't Mm -hmm. get it you don't and sorry but look at both of our tiktoks just scroll through you will find loads of examples But I guess, like you said, like this year you have got married, you are having a baby. How are you finding making decisions and keeping those boundaries without making people feel like you're going to, like you're letting them down? Because obviously like even your wedding, your wedding wasn't, I guess what you expected it was going to be a few Mm -hmm. years ago. And Mm -hmm. even decisions you're making now are based off of the fact that you have your own family now and you have to put them first and not that anyone else doesn't matter. But yeah, what is that like? so it, you know it's been that is that has been challenging um
1: less so with my my own family but now that i'm part of a new family who have their own you know ways and that they, they have their own expectations and now they've inherited this daughter in law who you know uh, and uh, who like you know, when I enter your life, like that's the type of person <laughs> I am. And unfortunately, although I feel like I have a fun per- persona online, and I, I am fun, but I'm not really—I'm not a person you have fun with. Unfortunately, in people's lives, I often come into people's lives, and I'm the first person to have ever showed them the consequences of their actions, and that's <laughs> very challenging for me. But also, it's very challenging for people who meet me in their adult life. Yeah. So I, that has been that has been really challenging. But the most challenging thing is that I found is trying to find acceptance in my new family Um, while also not n- but but there are certain boundaries that I've put up that I'm not willing to put down just for that acceptance yes. there are certain boundaries that I have with my own parents that that I'm not willing to just punish my parents but now put those boundaries down just to to have yes. acceptance so, so it's been a massive learning curve for everybody involved, you know, I, um, for my parents, my in-laws and people, yes, absolutely have be, have exercised their disappointment in some of the decisions myself and my husband have made. So for example, my, my wedding, for those of you who don't know. So we, when we, I got engaged last November um, and we, w- my partner is, like of Polish descent, but in Canada. So he has family in Canada and then in Poland. And then I'm Zimbabwean, in England. So we were just in England, in this part of England alone. So it wouldn't have been practical for us to have a wedding at that point. We'd be like, okay, well, we'll move to Canada and then I'll start planning then. I ended up moving to Canada. And then when we got to Canada, um, you know, and like speaking to people, seeing like where they're at, like what's, you know, there was a consultation phase. Yeah. right. So this is the consultation phase of like, okay, this is the wedding. And people were not, people were not, uh, what can I say? People were not, um, and this is everybody involved, everybody you'd think you would consult when you're planning a wedding. People were not on that gear. So people were not on that gear of, for whatever reasons, right? We can't, can't go into all of them, but for whatever reasons. But I think what people didn't expect is that the consultation phase ended I, I made it my you know me and my husband made our decision and we executed so then when it came to the execution of our wedding which was like okay I don't really care about wedding I actually I really don't care about a wedding yeah. because we've got you know a, a a good budget my husband doesn't care about a wedding Yeah. Um. and then I'm pregnant now so I'm like five weeks pregnant yeah. um we're like we want to get married that's the most important thing to us yeah. so when it came to the execution phase a lot of people who a lot of people had things to say yeah. but again and this is where we get into unfortunately I, I, god has given me this this responsibility of always uh sh- being the person who shows people that your actions have consequences when you're dealing yeah. with me so then yeah. we're having people making these comments about oh no but, but this, and i'm like do you remember that on these three days when i came to you and i asked you yeah. and do you remember what you said to me and, and that was, these were very difficult conversations to have with people because wow. I think it, it, it like, you know, they really got a sense of who I am and what I'm about. Yeah. And the reason I am like that is because I feel that, you know, as we talked about strained relationships with our, our parents. The biggest reason when I look back objectively, I feel like our relationship was strained or my relationship was strained with my parents is that my parents they had their own wound with their yeah. own parents that they were fighting hard to fix yeah. at the expense of their children, at the expense of what they're doing now, at the expense of their own future. Yeah. And and that's one thing I, I was never going to do. And, yeah. But equally, I was also always going to give people a chance to consult during the consultation phase. But if you yeah. didn't have anything to say then, and then we've, we're now executing... Like I will remind you that yeah. you will give me a change it, and 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 like, yeah. So you can imagine it, it wasn't a very popular decision, but
0: people get over it, you know. <laughs> I yeah. Get over it. That's so true, and I think that's one of the things that I resonate with you the most because I think I've never seen someone so like me that I've looked at in such a positive light. Because I guess I, whenever I have been that person that goes, okay, but on this day I did talk to you about X, Y, Z. Like I put up a TikTok th- um, recently where I was like, I've now, I have now treat our family group chat as if it's a work email because there've been too many times where, I don't know, like I, I do, like these are like jokes and whatever, but it's just my way to be like, again, sp- separating the whole, like what I need right now, who I am and whatever. And the fact that I love my family so much, there has to come a point where I have to protect my peace. So my way yeah. of protecting my peace is by going, okay, we've had this conversation, this is what I said I'm going to do. This is what you said you're going to do. And then if they don't do it, and something happens, I go there. You go, like yeah. a few days ago, my mum was like, "Oh, you didn't mention something." I was like, "Actually, yeah, you're right. I didn't mention it, and I, that's that's on me. And I can't, I can't be mad." Yeah, absolutely.
1: And I think it's you know it's it's so difficult, and it does make you a a you know it doesn't make you a very popular person. However, the good thing is you know like my family especially know know exactly how to t- talk. me and know that there's always going to be a consistent um consistency in terms of how we discuss issues and that's something that I severely lacked and I yearned for and I think why I chose the careers that I did especially like academia healthcare Mm -hmm. and then went went into policy and then my PhD. so I you know it's a shame that people are having to meet me later on in life and they're like oh this (laughs) is Yeah, it's a shame, but people get over it.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's something that I'm definitely... Like, I I know you put up a post recently where you're talking about when people are being microaggressive or racist, Mm -hmm. rather than addressing the racism or the microaggression, address the behaviour. And I watched that video and I was like, oh my God, like, this is so... Like, this is so on point because there are certain things I've avoided talking about recently online or even within, like, family and friends because especially... The one thing I struggle with is how family see me most of all, because I think I used to have this vision of what family looks like. I put a lot of people on a pedestal, and as I've got older, those people have kind of just dwindled down, and I'm then left with this whole, oh, my God, what is the meaning of my life and how I see family and whatever? But then I love the way that, like you said, you've gone into academia and policy and all that, but in that, you might not choose to finish all of that, but you are teaching, a generation of young black women, especially, but black women, young women, women in general, ha- also how to communicate some of those things. Because my thing is, I hate being perceived in a way where I'm letting someone down because I am a people pleaser, and It hurts me so much. But like you're saying, at some point, people also get over it and get yeah. used to that. And whilst you're in that situation, it's so hard to be like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Like, it's always fine because it just feels, especially if it's such an empath, it, yeah the world consuming yeah Absolutely. It's, it does feel all consuming
1: and I think it, especially with that that content like I mean so I actually started my social media journey on Instagram and I oh my god I went in hard with <laughs> little reward but yeah I went in hard and a lot of it was uh career yeah. uh, related and it was career related content and when it especially when it came to 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 Uh, racism and race related issues was something that I used to always stare away from because it's so prevalent unfortunately in the NHS just because of the demographic of people who work as um as like for example nurses doctors and how how the workforce trends are and one of the things is about not not addressing the um not using the term racism um and actually you know uh, get into the bad behavior is because honestly most of the time it makes everybody's number one objective to prove that that person isn't racist and it it's not just within racism it's even when you say that somebody you know was sexually assaulted yeah and um, you 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 watch how they're interviewed you watch how people and you're like are you sure are you sure that that's that's what happened? Everyone then forgets, like if you use the sexual assault example, forgets that this person might have spiked the person, the person might have lied to the person, the person might have um, waited, got them even more drunk, the person might have done all these things. All that, all these individual objectively bad behaviors, all go down the drain, and now the focus is: was it rape, as you know, as it, as it is, as it's defined by law? And yeah. I think it's an it's almost like an interesting tactic even and especially yeah. when we start introducing things like zero um zero uh tolerance policies which actually backfire because yeah. the stakes are so high the stakes of zero <laughs> zero uh tolerance are so high that people are like oh my god like are we really gonna fire this person yeah. so that it becomes about protecting the aggressor so you know I and and it and I. You know, when we talk about challenges of this week, one of my biggest challenges every week is about what content I should be putting out there because I feel like my head is so full. But at the same time, like I'm talking about babies, racism, them, family. Oh my gosh, yeah. You are a
0: personal brand. That is it. You are the niche, and this is what we want.
1: Oh. Yeah, uh, I, you helped me with your, especially when you did your series of. Um, I think you did thirty days of like, like, like content. Yeah. I, like I was just eating it all up because I think sometimes being nicheless and it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, is yeah.
0: it really is. All right. So we're, we're wrapping up now. And like I said, this is definitely going to be a <laughs> more than a one part. But <laughs> it was just really nice to also introduce you because obviously like the people that I choose on here because I resonate with you in some kind of way and I think the world needs to see you, know you, learn from you and so on. So we'll end on uh, one of the week. What is your one of the week been?
1: oh so <laughs> okay I, quickly I purposely didn't read all the thingies because I want to be authentic as possible. what what win
0: have I had um I'll go first and then I'll give you a bit of time. yeah do you know what I think my my win is just carrying on like mm. not like I cancelled I was supposed to go out yesterday and I paid to go to this event and it was for property and this is like my next stage of life And then me and my friend, like, you know when your friend doesn't message in, like, you are not messaging. And I was like, I know we're such similar people that I knew straight away this isn't going to be an issue. And we talked about it. We both felt exactly the same. So whilst I cancelled yesterday, I am going to something tonight and we're then going to Dublin tomorrow. So I'm not cancelling those. So I think my win is just, I'm I'm, I'm carrying on. I'm not giving up. Yeah. Okay. So I think my
1: probably, I would say my, my win then would be, um, I'm really happy with how all my relationships have been this week.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I think mean, when you're dealing with a lot of people, family, yeah. whatever, okay. it's like every other week it's something with somebody, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm really happy with how my relationships have been this week.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Well, let's hope it carries on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on. Obviously, we'll link all of your socials so people can follow you. Um but yeah, everyone like subscribe yeah. like yeah. follow us both on absolutely everything because yeah you'll keep seeing like cross and I love how we uh stitch each other as well because sometimes I think oh, I really, like you said when your mind keeps going you've got all this if you want to post and I come across one of yours I'm like I've saved so many to go I'll come yeah. across this one
1: Oh, I know I'm so bad with the saving. And then I'm like, okay, I should actually go back, like, and com- comment, comment yeah. so they know I'm not just doing like a weird file <laughs> on them or something, like some weird audit. But no, thank you so much for having me. Um, and I'm looking forward to part two because I and and I feel like it needs to be ultra specific. Because yeah. <laughs> <so much. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, this one was nice and generic first, then we can yeah, we can pick stuff going forward. I really like the generic stuff first because I think when we have this type of conversation, and that's why I don't give too much of an idea into what we're going to talk about because I think conversation flows and you hear all this interesting stuff about someone so yeah that's the the point of the first one and then yeah we'll plan the next ones excellent thank you so much have a good evening